TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. It's BMAS and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. PMS Beamer here on WBEN. Joe, um, you very exciting news throughout the morning. Yes. You're a reader now? Well, I've, I've, been re- I've been trying to, you know, I like to think that I know a lot about American history and, you know, the politics and stuff. And, Tough to do if you don't read a book. And Brian, here's what I learned. <laughs> I don't know as much as I thought. Before this morning, I didn't know there was a President Franklin Pierce following Buffalo's own Millard Fillmore. Um, but I've read about it and very, fa- I mean, if I'm this fascinated about one president, just imagine if I start reading about all the presidents and then, you know, the other members of history. Yeah. But Franklin Pierce didn't have a vice president for most of his presidency. I thought you were going to go like along the lines of, you know, I, I thought I knew a lot about American history. And then I started reading. Did you know there was a civil war here? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, I'm I'm very happy for you. Yeah, it's 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 um it's it's eye opening, and you know maybe now. Uh, what I'll, are what? By the way, what are you reading? Like, where are you? Oh, so far just uh, historic websites. Wikipedia. But, well, it leads you to Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta start somewhere. Well, I was looking for the. This all started because I, I was wondering why Millard Fillmore doesn't have a presidential library, right? I thought all presidents had presidential libraries. Millard Fillmore, so I searched it, and it said it was in Cleveland. It's actually just a bar that's named themselves the Millard Fillmore Presidential I, Library. What a move. I love it. That's <laughs> such, a, such a good idea. I, If I opened a bar, I would name it the James Polk Presidential Library. Right, yeah. <laughs> and just, you know, I mean, people would go like, wow, wow the Presidential Library here. They walk in, it's just a bar, and like, what? Wait a second, I thought this was the Presidential Library. I'm like, yeah, well, it's Polk's. You didn't do a lot of reading. You want a drink? You can read the menu. Would you at least have a picture of Polk in the bar? Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, you know, named after him. Well, of course. You got a... Is, would I get sued by the Polk estate for using I, his uh, image and likeness? Is there not a statute of limitations on that? I feel like you can probably get around that. Yeah. Like uh, Presidents. Yeah. <laughs> Public domain. <laughs> Once you get elected to office, you're pretty much out there. Um, all right, Joe. I I don't want to talk about masks, so we won't. Okay, but we will. Oh, but <laughs> because the whole thing. I mean, this this conversation is it's done. I think for just about everybody, and I just for some reason people want to stretch it out. And I think the people carrying this conversation who are holding on to it are. 
are just looking silly, right? Yeah. There's no other way to put it. Like, take this. We were playing a clip throughout the morning of Dr. Ashish Shah. He's now the White House COVID czar, which how much does that pay? Because that's like a new position. I thought that was a position they were phasing out. I didn't realize that was still going on. How many on. Bill stadiums does the White House COVID arm <laughs> make a year in salary? That's a great question. Uh, but he said, and we were playing this clip, that you know the CDC scientists, this is him speaking, uh, were very clear that masks should be on right now while they go through the data. Now, that was the White House COVID czar saying that the CDC is very clear that the masks should be on right now. But here I am, Joe, looking at the CDC website cdc.gov in case you want to do some more reading um they say the cdc the same cdc that dr ja was saying right is very clear that masks should be on right now the cdc website says that only 1.24 percent of the country would fall into a category where masks indoors would be recommended and <laughs> over 91 percent of the country is in the category where it's it's green you don't have to worry about it. You wonder if the CDC looked at their own map before they told the DOJ to uh, challenge the ruling. I, it's just, it's unbelievable. Now, this, <laughs> like I said, it just makes it silly that it, the CDC would say ev in most places you don't have to worry about it. But just in this one place, for some reason, without explanation, you have to wear a mask while at the airport. Right. The grocery well, store. No, they never say why. Right. The grocery store where, have you been to the grocery store on a, on a Friday night? The place is packed. No no need for that. The the, the uh, shopping place, uh, any other place, no work, no, no, no. The, the airport, hey, you better have that mask on unless you're having maybe a beverage or um, uh, some kind of food. Then you can take it off because then you're all good. Brian, I think that the very telling part of all of this is... Monday we spent we spent actually last Friday talking about Philadelphia putting back their mask mandate. Less than a week later, Joe. the mask mandate lifted in Philadelphia. Can we get a round of applause for science here? Because <laughs> you, it used to be two weeks to slow the spread, but right. Philadelphia managed to do it in just about four days. Isn't that amazing? Uh, masks go on, and then poof, now they're off again. Um, it, I, whatever they're wearing, you spread that. That we need the Philadelphia mask <laughs> all across the country. Actually, maybe not. It's just like stuffed with cheese, uh, whiz. Right. <laughs> they kept it out. But you you hit on it there that you know this idea of, and it's silly to it, it's to everybody, right? You must. It is common sense. It's the smart thing, according to the governor here, that you must wear a mask in an airport. Um, unless you're in a part of the airport that serves food, uh, but you don't have to wear a mask in a sports arena, and you must keep that mask on the plane, that would be our recommendation, unless somebody hands you a bag of pretzels. <laughs> it's, it is, and by the way, um, when we say mask, we mean anything that you can stick on your face. It doesn't have to be one of the ones that actually right. work. It could be the facial decorations or whatever. It could be one where you see your, you see your face. Good public <laughs> policy is simple, easy to understand, easy to follow, and makes sense to people. This is not good policy. This is, I mean, we say confusion, 
it's just stupidity at this point because you're either how about this if you want to make something in in part say okay we believe that this is really the subway car is very dangerous okay then every person who goes into the subway car needs to wear an N95 mask right i mean that would be a policy that would say that we're serious about this and you know the, this is what we're going to do to help people but just say that well you know maybe sure wear a mask here and you know the second you step out of there you're fine right or you're walking with the same people you know in the it is funny on the metro rail into a sabers game you know the people taking the train down tomorrow <laughs> Everyone, please wear a mask, you know, whatever mask you want to wear. That's that's the rule. And then all those people, the exact same people, are going to walk into another indoor space. And, you know, don't worry about it because you obviously don't need one here. Right. It's just, to anyone with a mind, that's just crazy. And it hasn't made sense for, for a while. But, Brian, like you said, I mean, there's been no move, you know, especially when cases were at the worst a year ago or in December. You've never heard... Any politician, um, you know, suggests, well, maybe the mandate needs to be in 95 or any lawmaker. I shouldn't just say politician, any lawmaker, because the COVID czar is not a politician. But you've never heard this. Maybe the mandate should be what's on your face. The then N95. I could take you seriously. Right. But that's, uh, I'm not advocating for it, but I'm saying if you no, I'm were to say that, uh, you know, take in an office space. All right. You're in an office space that the windows don't open. Everybody in that space needs to be wearing this type of mask that works at all times when you're near uh, somebody or in the same room as somebody else. I would look at that and say, well, that's, you know, wild that, you know, I think that's an overstep. Um, But okay, it sounds like you're serious about it. And at least you're making a rule that on paper makes sense. Well, and another another problem is. We have yet to have someone in a high-level position admit that the paper mask on your face is not is not doing the same at stopping the virus as a, as a N95 or another mask. And, and you know, I, I think that's real. Uh, I, I think for people that you know might be walking around with masks for immunocompromised issues, they should know, right? I mean, I think it's time to say, hey. If you want to wear a mask, but at least know what you're wearing. At least know the mask you're wearing is actually doing something. I, you know, look, uh, it, to that point, I thought it was put uh, really well, the New York Times uh, letter they send out every morning, where, oh. I, I mean, it is the thing that, I mean, for a year and a half, right? We've been asking and asking and asking every doctor who's uh, been on the show in the morning about this, that, look, I understand that your laboratory tests show, and it stands to reason that a mask reduces COVID transmission. There is no actual real-world evidence that the broad mask mandate, the broad mandate that is not very well enforced, very unclear to a lot of people, Yep. there is no real evidence that that works. <laughs> you know, right? And that's not to say that masks don't work. That's talking about the broad scale mandates and yet here we are in april of 2022 and some people still want to have this argument 
And Joe, I said we're not going to talk about it. I know. We just did. I know. But <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, if you would have told me two years ago we'd we'd be talking about masks in two years, I I, I would have thought you were crazy because two years ago we weren't talking about masks yet. But well, what we just did is, <laughs> I mean. We were just talking about why we're not talking about it. I mean, but but that's right. uh, that is the reason why I can't have this conversation again, at least in the current state of where we are. Right. A- and with the current debate that's going on right now, which is, you know, oh, let's be smart. Oh. You put them on at the airport. I mean, what? I mean, you, you were just standing <laughs> in the Sullivan's, um, you know, in the Naval Park gift shop. <laughs> like two feet away from everybody. But uh, anyways, hey, when you leave Chippewa tonight and get on that train, make sure you put a mask on it's, for your safety. It is, it is uh, crazy. But that's uh, us talking about why we're not talking about something. That that should be a new segment. Why we're not talking yeah, about it? Yeah, be mad. It gives us an excuse to talk about things that you and I always say we're not going to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> um, today's Earth Day. Happy Earth Day. Yeah, I didn't know it until you guys played that uh, piece this morning. How are you celebrating? Let me get back to you on that. I'm not wearing a disposable mask. There. There you go. Um, I love that. I saw this this morning. Climate activists are aiming to disrupt the distribution of the New York Times, accusing the Times of not doing enough to call attention to global warming. And this is uh, what it sounded like when uh, Derek Waller, who's a reporter, was outside the Times printing facility where the activists were chaining themselves, preventing the trucks from moving. Video from overnight shows protesters handcuffed together in metal barrels. The group called Extinction Rebellion got here at midnight. They say major media companies are not doing enough reporting on the devastating effects of climate change. Demonstrators are trying to prolong the standoff by making it difficult for police to make arrests. Officers have now resorted to using chainsaws. I just, so you hear that in the background? That is uh, the trucks idling. <laughs> I just I can't imagine uh, sitting there. You're chained up. You're like, all right, we're here to prove a point. The climate change is serious, and then you're standing right in front of a truck that's idling because you won't let it by. I'm like, wait a second, that can't be good. You're also pro- for the ozone. You're also protesting that you want the newspaper to put more in the paper. Yeah, we about- need a thicker. Yeah, like paper for people. I would to throw. think your protest would be, hey, get rid of paper. Why don't you go all digital? But apparently that wasn't brought up at the protest. Know. That was uh, <laughs> so maybe not the most well-thought-out protest, but trying to make a point. And they did hammer home the point to me. That, that, is, is, that, that is Earth Day. They pointed I, to the calendar for you. I, I asked this of my wife because she has a very different view on this because she's a teacher. And that's, Earth Day is a big school thing. Right. So – she knows when Earth Day is every single year. She knows the date. And I was kind of thinking, like, nobody knows the date. Like, is that a date that you should know? I My, my next question was going to be, is it a date? I thought they just picked a Friday out of April. Is it a, a Friday? Well, today is. I just assumed. <laughs> it's, so it's a date every year. I'm not. I just, I don't know Earth Day every year. No. I do not know when that falls on. No. I, I used to remember Flag Day. I think it's June 12th, but I could be wrong about that, too. Wasn't Flag Day the 19th oh. of June? <laughs> I th- I'm not, and I'm not 100% sure. I know the 4th of July. I know January 1st. Those dates never change. 
Christmas is on the same day every year. We're both wrong. Flag Day is the 14th of June. 14th. You know, split the difference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, uh, we're right there in between. Uh, but no, a, a, a happy Earth Day out there to everybody. How are you celebrating? Uh, 8030930, you can join us today. Joe, we had, uh, you know, speaking of trucks idling and heavy machinery going by, we uh, were hearing a little bit about some of the construction going on all throughout uh, western New York. Yes. And some of the big road projects that are happening right now, especially in the city of Buffalo. So two big ones, the one on Allen Street that has to be for businesses along Allen Street. I mean, you know, road construction is always kind of a blessing and a curse, right, at the same time. Everyone hates it when it goes on, but you have to do it. And the end result is hopefully almost always worth it. Right. But for the businesses on Allen Street, getting ready for their first summer, in two years, allowed to be open freely and, uh, you know, have people out to all of a sudden have the entire street closed uh, from uh, a section of Delaware to, is it um, Elmwood? I'm trying to think of where Allen Street is. Allen Street by Delaware, but though, is to have that whole section closed and dug up has to be, you know, I was ready for a, a normal summer and now here we are. You know, why couldn't this have happened? Last year. Last year, exactly, yeah. I mean, like you said, if it doesn't happen, people complain about the condition. Um, so it has to happen, but it's just, it, it's really an unfortunate timing. And then there's Niagara Street, which I've been hearing complaints all week long about the backups on Niagara Street getting around that time in the afternoon when people start to go. But Niagara Street, Joe, that's one of the worst streets for years in all of Buffalo, I think. For a major route that people take, to get in and out of the city? Yes. It No lines. The surface of the moon comes to mind when <laughs> I think of like other things that might be smoother to drive on than Niagara Street. I, uh, I mean, that is so overdue. But, of course, the pains of construction, they're being felt by a lot of people out there. They are. And, you know, Niagara Street is another is, – is one route into downtown. Another a street that has been in awful condition since I was in college, Brian. I bring this up all the time when I talk about the roads in western New York. Main Street going into downtown. Oh, yeah. Main – and the thing is, I remember them working on Main Street near downtown. Um, and it's still – I mean, this is a – when I was at Madai 10, 12 – 13 years ago, it was an issue then for my 98 Explorer, and then as Brian reminded us yesterday, my PT Cruiser, to get into downtown taking Main Street because it's in awful shape. I can't believe in 2022 we're still talking about how much of a mess Main Street is right approaching downtown Buffalo. So you were an Amherst kid with an SUV. Well, no. Explorer. What? You said 98 Explorer. Oh, I mean Altima. I'm sorry. Okay. 98 Altima. I, I don't know where Explorer came from. I don't, I don't know. Those are two very different cars. They, they really are. But the 98 Altima, my favorite car I ever drove. I loved that car. I mean, it was a hand-me-down car. What if I told you, Joe, I just traded in your vehicle and I have a new 98 Altima I mean, sitting there for you in the parking itself. lot? New. <laughs> new to you. How many miles are on it? 230. No. I mean, <laughs> if you gave me a 98 Altima with 80,000 miles. That's the best car you ever driven. Yeah, but you have to, 230, well, am I going to drive it for 10,000? 10, if you gave it to me with 80,000 miles, I'd trade my car in an instant. I'll never get you another gift again. Um. I, it had a sunroof, <laughs> leather seats. I loved that car. It was a great hand-me-down. Uh, but no, that thing about Main Street, and I've always made this point when uh, talking about because that is one of the worst. It is in one of the worst possible places, too, when you think of Buffalo's image. 
because where is it by? It's, you know, one, leading downtown. Um, so you, you probably have some people driving along Main Street. It is maybe the worst right in front of the original Anchor Bar, yeah. which is one of the top tourist attractions in the city of Buffalo, right by the medical campus, yep. where you probably have a lot of out-of-town people right now going to see. So it it's not only one of the roads in the worst conditions, but in the worst possible spot to happen. I, I'm wondering where that is for our listeners out there, because I have one myself. Now, your personal worst... Uh, when it comes to roads, 803-0930. Main Street is a great one for, you know, what is actually the worst. Niagara Street is what is actually the worst. Right. But what is your personal worst in western New York right now? Joe, I'll give you mine. My personal worst spot to drive in western New York right now when it comes to road condition and everything that goes along with it. The plaza in the parking lot. On Young Street, right by the 290, <laughs> by the Crunch Fitness, uh, there is now a Get Air over there, the Big Lots Plaza, there's a Tops. The further back you get toward the gym in that parking lot, it is almost impossible. I almost get into a car wreck because I'm trying to avoid the potholes, and you have to pay so much attention. It's like running... Um, on the trail along the Niagara by Mississippi Muds, avoiding uh, all the geese crap. That's what it's like driving, trying to avoid all the potholes in that area. So that's my personal worst in western New York. Does it impact a ton of people? Does it go up the priority list for everybody who makes the decisions? No. But personally, I can't think of a worse place that I drive on a regular basis. I, uh, I have to say for me... And this one, it, they've they've fixed it, and it still is is a pain. It is still torn up by the end of winter, and that is Cayuga and Worley. That intersection, if you're coming out of that that Tim Hortons, which by the way, the worst drive through ever put together, that Tim Hortons on Worley and Cayuga, you're coming out. You got to hold on to your coffee, Brian, because if you don't, it'll be all over your car. What's your personal worst? Grind your gears. You can see them clearly now. That's a good thing. On a bright, sunny Friday morning, Beamaz and Beamer, 803-0930, to join us on WBEM. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on and podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Beamaz and Beamer, welcome back here on WBEN. That's how you know it's the weekend. Little Mark Morrison. I just, I never. What about that song? It's just. I don't know, man, but it, it, I hear that song, I just go into another level. I know. You're <laughs> sitting there dancing, clapping. <laughs> Two seconds ago, I was telling you how tired I was. Mark Morrison comes on. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I just, you know, okay, whatever. Yeah. There's songs you like that are better. There are songs I like that are worse. Well, yeah. <laughs> that one's not up for debate. I just uh, was, you know, something about that moves you. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's it's a good song. It's a good overall song. Um, an unreal list of people uh, texting in 8030930 with your personal worst road to drive on. Uh, we'll start with Jim in North Tonawanda. Jim, you're on WBEN. Uh, what's going on? Your personal worst. Uh, what's uh, grinding your gears literally in your car when you drive over it? I totally agree with you guys. That area there behind Tops on Young Street where crunches, it's unbelievable. It's like navigating a minefield. Are you kidding me? It's impossible to go through. I'm mean, impossible to go through without uh, hitting something or going completely out of your way. You're going to hit another car trying to... Uh, tr- right to dodge all those bottles and i don't know who owns that property but you would think they would have enough money and you know there's new technology now that they came out with about 10 years ago they invented a truck that manufactured it's a four it, what it is it's a tar factory with four wheels the way it works is they manufacture the tar right there on the back of that truck and what they do is they that truck the, the, the tire comes out of that truck, the tank on that truck, steaming hot. And when you take steaming hot tire and fill in the foxhole, it gives the, the up the foxhole, the pothole, a seal that the water can't get down into because the, the tire is piping hot when they fill it in. But no, 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 you know, you got Poland cars says, I have the power. He just doesn't have the power to fix the potholes. Yeah, I don't think uh, he's in charge of the potholes in the parking lot. At <laughs> I don't care. You know, it's Earth Day. Clean up some garbage and fill it with that for all I care. Is that just, Erie County? Uh, yes, barely. Oh, okay. Uh, I, just, I, I am really bad at county lines. Just uh, over the border uh, in Erie County. But it is, you know... It's one of those areas you cannot avoid it. There's a lot of people chiming in. Uh, the railroad tracks up the boulevard and Erie Avenue, big holes in the Ooh. track. That actually got so bad at one point, they had to do like an emergency fix in the yep. middle of the day. It closed down Niagara Falls Boulevard you know, right in that big area. Um, and, and it's still not all that much better. Someone else saying the foot of Kenmore Avenue behind the GM Tonawanda plant, uh, that and where Kenmore Ave and the train tracks meet, noticeable potholes all over the road you know what i can't stand brian is because this is happening on main street near me um in amherst is you know when you have a a sewer grate that obviously has to be there right on the side of the road but it it just gets enough the lip gets just enough of the lane where if you're driving just right it'll take your tire down 
you think you're avoiding it, but maybe you don't because you have a you have a bigger car. But with my car, because it, it, it gets on that lip just enough. I think I'm going to avoid it. Next thing I know, my tires, boom, in the grate. Okay. I, I know what you're talking about. I was trying to picture that in my head. It happens way too often, and there's one. I, I just I wish they would just close up the grate just a little so the lane doesn't have that little lip, or I could just not be an idiot and remember it's there. There's so much of it now. I mean, Twin Cities is rough. Um, if you go on the highway, uh, you know, anywhere in between the city of Tonawanda and where that comes to an end, if you go to uh, Niagara Falls Boulevard, once you get past Maple, uh, heading south, I mean, that's pretty rough. Oh, yeah. Uh, there, there's some big ones there. Right. Again, speaking to Main Street, right through to Main Street. And, I mean, it's not just – I mean, it's everywhere, Joe. Uh, you, you have these huge potholes that are a huge deal, which is why, you know, these big construction projects going on right now, Niagara Street in the city causing some big delays. Everyone's complaining about that. I say, look – it's, it's the necessary evil. Uh, big reconstruction along one of the worst roads in Buffalo. Allen Street, uh, that one's one a little more you wish uh, you wish it didn't have to happen this way or could have happened a year earlier or yeah, something. Yeah, different timing. But uh, you need to do it or else this is what happens. It's one of those things that, you know, obviously I'm very critical of, uh, of elected officials. However... It's one of those things where you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because people are going to complain when you're doing it, but if you did nothing, people are complaining as well. It's it's really a – you always hear this. Infrastructure is such a lose-lose situation um, with someone who's trying to get reelected, which, again, is another sad way to look at um, our lawmakers. But it's such a lose-lose because people are going to complain either way. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, a lot of people chiming in. Bailey and Clinton area to get downtown. Delavan uh, between Maine and Delaware. Um, and a whole lot of others. Your personal worst. Uh, and that's the problem is when you have the personal worst, right? Where it's you know it's not an area that's heavily traveled. But it's heavily only traveled by you. By you. Yep. <laughs> and you're like, they're not going to get to this anytime soon. You can call, you can do whatever, but there's a bigger fish to fry than my little uh, pothole or area that is a, a huge mess, and that's what'll get you. That's the most annoying one of all. Yeah, especially yeah, like you said, when it's when it's something that you take every day, and the first thing that comes to mind is, well, no one, literally, no one else is talking about this. This will probably just, I need to find a different route, or this is something I'm just going to always have to slow down for. Yeah, seems that way. Um, no, eight oh three oh nine thirty. If you have yours, uh, you want to chime in your personal worst. I will say this though: you, I, I don't know anything that rivals the the uh, the throughway. Remember that stretch of the throughway that was torn up for years. And yeah, Seneca territory. Yeah, that finally they finally repaid. Oh, well, that was a huge dispute between the Senecas and the state over whose was it. Uh, that was who so should pay to repair. That was so bad. The speed limit, because you know I pay attention to the speed limit. The speed limit went down ten miles an hour when you were on that stretch. Imagine driving a motorcycle on the uh, exactly, throughway, and then you you hit that stretch. Unbelievable. I'm glad that finally they got some work done there. You brought up motorcycles, and this is off topic, and I, I apologize for taking the show all over the place. But you were talking about Andy Rooney yesterday. So mm-hmm. I've been going on an I've just been watching old Andy Rooney on YouTube and there is one where he talks about the motorcyclist, you know, going between you have two cars and they take the little space in the middle and uh he said this year for my new year's resolution I'm not getting mad at those individuals. <laughs> He's the king. But that is something with the He was the original with the warm weather coming up this weekend. It's uh, I I'm always mindful of motorcyclists that are 
you know, following the law, but nothing upsets me more than when you see one just going in the shoulder of the road or, you know, because it catches you off guard. And then you might react to something you don't really have to react to, just avoid them. And, you know, it, it throws your it throws you all off. Like how you're, that's, you know, give you a day in the life of Joe. Started reading, now going back to Andy Rooney. This is actually something <laughs> yesterday because you mentioned it and I was on an Andy Rooney kick literally all day. I'll go to uh, Peter in Lockport. You're on WBEN. Do you have your uh, personal worst uh, area to drive on right now? Yes, good morning. A transit road over here in Lockport. These two bumps have been in this road for the last three, four years that I know of, and I call City Hall on them, and they haven't. I mean, it looks like they, they dug some of it up and they just put blacktop over it. Now it's, it's still the same. It's, it, you know, it, it really didn't do anything. Peter, is there nothing worse than when they, they try to do the quick Band-Aid fix and it actually makes it worse? That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. I'm an Uber driver, right? And I there's there's Niagara Falls is horrible. I mean, I, I don't see why they can't take all them sewer covers and make them level with the road when they when they blacktop. They all they do is they just make it deeper. Yep. And they, you know, but I seen over in Kenmore, they've been making them all level with the road. I wish everybody else would do the same thing. I like the idea. Hey, uh, Peter, thanks for the call. Uh, makes me think of when, when, when you see that quick fix, right? You see a crew out there for maybe 30 minutes, and then they've actually just made it worse. What was supposed to make it better, that quick Band-Aid well, approach? My, my, I, the thing I hate about that is that now I'm thinking, well, now it goes to the bottom of the list, right? If You fill it, <laughs> and then in a day, it's like back to the same, like exactly where it was. Now it's like, well, now it's going to take forever to get this yeah, fixed. They just checked it off the list. I oh, that That is the worst when you see it. And I see a ton of those. I'm trying to think of the one that is coming to mind right now. Um, it might actually be in that parking lot that I've been complaining about all morning. <laughs> we'll go to Jim on WBEN. Uh, Jim, uh, where's your worst area to drive on right now? I agreed with you. Worst place is Niagara Falls Boulevard and Shawnee Road, Erie Avenue, where a railroad crossing is. It's just dangerous. Jim, that I have a theory, too. I think it's especially dangerous because if you are going north on the boulevard heading in that direction... The road is pretty nice on the boulevard up until that point. Like, you're smooth sailing on some recently paved road, and then, like, all of a sudden it's, whoa. Yeah, if you're on Shawnee Road headed south, and you got to make a left onto the boulevard, I mean, it, it's like, you know, you got to dodge all these holes, and you hope the guy next to you doesn't slam into you. That whole crossing needs to be redone. You know, it's... Uh, it should be fixed and fixed once and do it right. right. Get so much traffic, it's tough. But uh, they need to repair that because there's going to be some terrible accidents there. Hey, Jim, uh, appreciate it. And, you know, the thing about that, you mentioned, oh, you got to take it real slow, avoid all these potholes. The thing I don't like is when you're trying to do that. All right, maybe you're making a left-hand turn. You're trying to avoid the potholes that, you know, are clear, you would think, to everybody to see. And then, you know, the oncoming traffic wants to go, you get honked at. And it's like, all right, you know, <laughs> what, what, what do you think I'm doing? I'm not just slowing down for you. You're going to have to avoid the same thing. Um, uh, if anything, I'm warning you, right? If any, That's me every morning right here, Maple, uh, going into Corporate Parkway. And I don't know what causes this, Brian. Maybe you know more than I. It's that strip of just 
And it's the smallest little strip, like maybe the size of my phone, but it's a long line that dips down in my car because it's so low to the ground. If I hit that just right, you know, so every morning, I mean, luckily, no one else is on the road but me, so I can be in any lane I want, but I always have to avoid that. And if it's one of those mornings where I'm waking up as I drive, the wake up might be when I hit the ground. Watch out for Joe on the roads, <laughs> waking not, up not, as he drives. <laughs> not like I'm a very cautious driver. I always tell you about Bats. how I have to avoid the deer on uh, on Youngs and Maple every morning. Um, but you know, everyone's got their uh, thing. Uh, this guy used to be in charge of fixing up uh, things, all the divots and holes, and uh, smoothing them over and making sure they were good to uh, go on. But now he's without a job. Al Sabaka. Does the uh, name ring a bell to you, Joe? Does not. You would probably know his face. He is the former, for decades, Detroit Red Wings Zamboni driver. Oh, yes. So they fixed the surface better than anybody. He was fired by the team recently. Now, I am just seeing this now out of the Detroit Free Press. I thought this was a joke on social media. You know how fake news gets uh, posted all the time. I thought this was absolutely a joke. But Al Sabaka, who's been with the team for 15 you probably know him for picking up the octopus that people throw on the ice in the playoffs. And he waves them, right? Winging them around, yep. making a big scene. I mean, it was a great tradition. Didn't realize that was the Zamboni driver, too. Well, he's not anymore. Yeah. A lawsuit now bearing the reason of why he no longer is the Zamboni driver for the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, Sabaka was caught peeing into a drain seen by another employee. His lawyers are filing suit against the team, saying that his rights were violated under Michigan's Civil Rights Act, arguing that he was discriminated against on the basis of his age and disability. According to the lawsuit, uh, he had been diagnosed with a condition that causes frequent and uncontrollable need to urinate and needed to use the drain by the Zamboni garage. I mean, I understand he, he was he was you know <laughs> shielding himself. You know, as as George Costanza famously said, Brian, it's all pipes. Fifty-one years. So this is what happened apparently on February second. He drove one of the Zambonis into its garage at the Little Caesars Arena. You know, if this happened back at their old arena, no one would be upset. It was dirty to begin with, <laughs> but it's the new Little Caesars Arena. After cleaning the ice at the main rink, he, according to the lawsuit, experienced an uncontrollable urge to go. I mean, we've all been there. The nearest facility was about 60 to 70 feet away. So instead, which, by the way, 60 to 70 feet, that's not, how long does it take you to get there? 10 seconds? Yeah, yeah. You can't make it 60 to 70 feet? He has a condition. I mean... 600 feet would be more. When I saw 60 to 70 feet, now I'm starting to question this. But anyways, I'll I'll continue. He, uh, instead of making it 60 feet, he used one of the drains that led into a sewer designed to handle the ice runoff from the Zamboni machines. Right, of course. The area is closed to the public, access limited to the ice crew. I mean... He was going between two Zambonis when he was seen by a male employee. Two days later, he was called into a meeting with the supervisor and then was terminated in about a week. Now, here's the thing, Joe. I think a warning would have been fine. A warning would have been, would have sufficed. Yeah, I think so. 
Um, he was caught between two Zambonis. Listen, if you're not allowed to go between two motor vehicles, uh, anyone who's ever been to a Bills tailgate, any guy I should say, uh, hold on, you better uh, start looking for a new job now because apparently we're not going to last that long. I don't. I never saw what was uh, going on with this. I just he shielded himself. It's not a public thing. I think a warning would have been fine. I mean, the, the guy has a condition. Fifty-one years in the business. Um, did you notice he hadn't been riding the Zamboni? I hadn't been watching any Red Wing games. Yeah, I, I don't watch any Red Wing games. I wouldn't have noticed until you know there was a different guy waving the octopus around. Brian, I got something for you. Have you been uh, paying attention to the uh, special election up in Alaska? No. Well, Don Young uh, passed away. He was the oldest representative in Congress, and they are having a special election. Now, I could go off about why they're doing a special election when the election is literally in November. You can't just have that seat empty until January. But, again, why not just throw money at a, at a three-month uh, con- congressional seat? So there are uh, uh, many people looking to run in, in this election, but I think someone's got the upper hand. A two-term city council member who helped implement community policing strategies in the New York Police Department, ran security for a U.S. territory, and served on a panel of defense experts at the Federal Emergency Management Agency, wants to take his experience to Washington in a special election to be held later this year to replace the late Representative Don Young. His name? Santa Claus. That's right. Santa Claus, 74, is among 48 candidates who filed to run for the remainder of Young's term earlier this month. Now, you might be thinking it's a fake candidate. It's, you know, Mickey Mouse. No, this man did legally change his name to Santa Claus and is running for Congress. You know, I was going to ask, how did he get the name? Is that, you know, a family name? Claus family? (laughs) But he legally changed his name to Santa Claus. That's right. Yeah, that would mean that would be a big no for me. So you will take all the experience I just listed. Doesn't matter. If you are somebody who's going to legally change your name to Santa Claus, I don't want you serving in Congress. Is that too hard to understand? You don't mind it. You don't. <laughs> so you don't mind him being on the Federal Emergency Management, but Congress is just a little FEMA? too far. They have a great track record. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there nothing ever been wrong there. I mean, what's he, he's got great experience. He legally changed his name to Santa Claus. That's right. That would be. Let me debate the guy. I'll just well, sit there and say that. Um, okay, ladies and gentlemen, he brings up a good point. But may I remind you, the person next to me legally changed their name to Santa Claus. Well, and now they want to make laws for you. I think he has a, he has a good reason. He was born Thomas O'Connor in uh, Washington D.C. And yeah, he, way worse name, right? He, he changed his name to Santa Claus uh, because when he was working at a at a school, he was Santa Claus. He would play the role of Santa Claus, and he that's how people knew him. He's a method actor, and he changed his name to Santa Claus. So on the ballot in Alaska this August, Santa Claus will appear trying to get that. Um, so just to be you said that was a good reason to change your name to Santa Claus. I didn't say it was a good reason. I'm giving you the reason why he did it. I think you said it was a good reason. That, that, uh, he thinks it's a good reason. Thomas O'Connor thinks it's a good reason, now known as Santa Claus. Daniel Day-Lewis will only go by Bill the Butcher from now on. That's, <laughs> is, he will not. He has legally changed his name. And now he's Bill the Butcher. 
I, uh, yeah, that would be, I can't believe he was able to hold down any job. He's, I wouldn't, I mean. He's currently on a city council in Forget in about voting for it. You're a hiring manager. You get an application. Now, I understand, all right, this guy's named Santa Claus. Let's get him in here. I got to see what this is all about. But then you pull the trigger on him. He must be a good interview, actually. I mean, New York Police Department, uh, he helped implement community policing strategies. Who did that? Santa Claus did he used that. used all the elves. He sure did. As a community, <laughs> they got together. Oh, my goodness. Hey, have a good weekend. Uh, we'll be here next week. Don't miss Hardline Sunday. David's next on WBEN. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.